Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hello and welcome to the following on podcast from Talk Sport. I'm John Norman in Antigua, where England have rung the changes. Driven, caught! Holder takes the catch and second slip. Jennings has gone out. Zari Joseph's made the breakthrough. Full, wide and tempting. Joe Denley set to make his debut as opener. Keaton Jennings dropped and Adil Rashid also making way. Stuart Broad will return with a late decision on whether to play Jack Leach as a second spinner. Sam Curran will start if the pitch offers more the way of pace. Captain Joe Root says Denley has the series to stake a claim. Being 1-0 down in the series, we felt like we wanted to make a change, give Joe an opportunity to go and show what he can. One thing he has is got uh, in abundance is a huge amount of experience. At uh, 32 years old, he's played a lot of cricket and and you know he's coming off the back of some good form even if it is in white ball cricket. More from Root to come, as well as Jason Holder, captain of the West Indies, who are expected to go with the same 11 that won so convincingly in Barbados. It's all heating up here in the Caribbean. England can't afford any more slip-ups. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe through your favourite podcast app and stay up to date with all the news from England's tour of the Caribbean. You're listening to Following On. Well, Steve Harmison, it appears that England have rung the changes, exclusively revealed a day out from the second Test match. Keaton Jennings sadly uh, misses this one out and he faces a real battle to get back into the Test side. Stuart Broad returning to the uh, first eleven, and uh, Adil Rashid also missing out from the team that uh, you know went down so heavily uh, in Barbados. First off, your thoughts about the decision by England to pick in Joe Denley um, to make a debut age 32 um, and someone who doesn't have a great deal of experience as an opener? No, I think the last time he opened a bat in first-class cricket was 2015, July 2015. So that tells you 
how desperate England are and how concerned. I think Trevor Bayliss alluded, to be fair, in Barbados at the end of the Test match, that Jennings was in such a place where he probably does need a change. But England only brought one special, recognised specialised batsman on the trip. Uh, Joe Denley, there was a question mark over Ben Fox. How do you get that... Um, the balance of the side right but for me Denley yeah it's a good pick it's a right pick he deserves to come back in look he's here on merit he's here in the squad on merit and he's now getting a chance to make his England debut and let's be fair was it three test matches out from the Ashes yeah, a good score in Antigua and St Lucia and Joe Denley say early 30s could be playing in the Ashes in England what chance it is for the young man uh, let's look at the other changes. No Rashid. He's uh, actually flying back to the UK for the birth of his second child, I believe. But he's not going to play in the third test either. So he's been dropped. Uh, do you see a way back for Rashid to this test side? I worry about Adil getting back into red ball cricket. And what I mean about red ball cricket, I think when you look at what's happened to Adil Rashid in the last 12, 18 months, is he going to play red ball cricket ever again? Because he didn't want to play... I made the decision along with Alex Hills that he was only going to do a white ball contract. England managed to talk him out of it, come into play, and he did well, coming back. And he just seems as though Joe doesn't trust him. And I think that was the big, big issue in Barbados. He didn't trust him. So with that, he's gone out of the side. He's now going home. And we all wish um, every success with the, the birth of the child. But where he comes back into red ball cricket will be remain to be seen. Will Yorkshire look at it? Will Adil Rashid look at it and think, well, England, are England going to play two spinners in the summer in, in the Ashes? Or England going to play two spinners in South Africa in the winter? They're always going to take two, possibly three, but are they going to play two when South Africa are probably going to play on you know, quick bouncing seam wickets? So where Adil Rashid features in red ball cricket will be remain to be seen. I'll be surprised if he plays red ball cricket ever again um, because he's made the decision once to say I do not want to play red ball if I'm going to be tret the way I have been tret he hasn't bowled well enough England don't trust him and the only reason he came out of red sort of red ball retirement was to play for England I'd be very surprised if he goes back to Yorkshire and says I want to play for Yorkshire to get back in the England side because Jack Leach has probably gone ahead of him and I'm not sure there's a way back for a deal so I, I really struggle to see where it deal features in, in England in the red ball game. And Stuart Broad back in the side. No surprise, but do we take from that the fact that England aren't going to make the same mistake twice? Or are you expecting this Antigua pitch to offering to offer Stuart the kind of carry, the kind of bounce, uh, and maybe a little bit of pace that uh, a bowler of uh, his uh, style um, will, uh, will enjoy? I think the, the thing with Stewart is because he's played 124 test matches no matter what pitch you play on Stewart will find a way of being a containing uh, bowl in such a way for the team that the team will not get run away from and I think in what I mean by that in Barbados the game ran away from England in some periods Joe just didn't know where to turn if he didn't turn Anderson didn't turn to Stokes he just he had nowhere to turn Curran was going at 3, 4, 5 and over the spinners weren't bowling the one thing Stuart will when any given surface he will give you control so hopefully from that point of view from Joe's point of view if he needs control he's got it now, if the pitch does give off of something, which we've seen yesterday, it was you know it was damp, it was wet. 
There was a little bit of green grass on it. I imagine it'll be exactly the same as Barbados. There was a little bit of green grass and it was damp the days before. I expect the pitch to have a little bit of bounce and a little bit of carry in it because the West Indies have just beat England. Not competed with England. They've just beat England comfortably on a wicket which didn't offer a great deal for the spinner. Ball relatively good to bat uh, the pitch relatively good to bat on and the ball bounced and carried and it really troubled the English batsmen the likes of Gabriel the likes of Holder um, young Joseph because they're tall they had the bounce and I think that green grass will give the ball bounce so hopefully Stuart will exploit that when he gets a go whenever the test match starts There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including... England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies. In the culinary capital of the Caribbean, there truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, truly the best place to be a cricket fan. OK, let's hear what Joe Root, England captain, had to say to Andrew McKenna. I'd like to see us as a brave side moving forward. Um, we're not going to shy away from making difficult decisions, trying things and doing things slightly differently when in a current climate where it is difficult to win away from home. And um, you know, It didn't pay off for us last week, paid off for us exceptionally well in Sri Lanka. But we've got another opportunity to go out and perform uh, and perform well for our country. Uh, as a team and individuals so there's plenty at stake for, for the guys out here and um, you know we want to make sure we get back into this series very quickly What are you hoping that Joe Denny brings that Keaton couldn't then? I, I think being 1-0 down in the series we felt like we wanted to make a change give Joe an opportunity to go and show what he can one thing he has is got uh, in abundance is huge amount of experience uh, 32 years old he's played a lot of cricket and, and you know he's coming off the back of some good form it, even if it is in white ball cricket, um, full of confidence, he's preferred very well throughout throughout this tour so far, and and shown that he's, he looks capable of scoring runs at this level. So I'm sure he's very excited about his opportunity, um, and he'll be desperate to to make the most of it. He doesn't have a lot of experience though, 
an opening at this kind of level, how much of a how much have you thrown him into the deep end? I I think as when you have experience at opening the batting at any level, I think that counts for a lot. If you've never played this level before, you, you know you are stepping into the unknown anyway, whether you're 22 years old or whether you're 32 years old. And um, you know that being said, having a lot of cricket experience behind him will definitely work in his favour. And yeah, I I fully believe that that will hold him in good stead when he gets out there. And more than anything, the message to him will just to be himself, to play his natural game, um, and to to make good decisions for as long as possible. So how have you been as captain for the last couple of days? Have you been reading the riot act in the dressing room, or is it a case that actually the guys pretty much know it? You, do you need to say anything to them? No, we, we actually sat down as a playing group and we had uh, quite an honest discussion about a few things. And, and f- I think it's very important that you talk as a side and you, you communicate well. And um, you know, we all feel like we're very clear on how we want to approach things this time around. And you know, that's, that's a really exciting thing for me is the guys are, are desperate to put things right and to, to bounce back very quickly. It's something that this side does very well and has done in the recent past. Whenever we've we've had a, a week where we've, we've lost quite heavily, we've we've generally come back very strong and um, and proven that you know, that it was a, a freak a freak four or five days and um, this is just another opportunity to go and do just that. So I'm very um, confident that the guys will be able to come out here and perform extremely well. Um, and hopefully get us back into this series very quickly. You've got the firepower that you need to take on this West Indies side because you got a little bit blown away in Barbados. Yeah, we have. Um, you know, I, I think it it will have dented a few prides the the manner of that dis, uh, that defeat last week, and you've got some strong characters that want to you know come back from that very quickly and very strong and, and show what they're about individually and what we're about as a side as well. It's quite a black and white situation. I know sports are quite like black and white. There's two tests, and you've got to win them both if you want to win the series. Yeah, absolutely, and and there's two opportunities to go and play well, um, and that's how we'll look at it. Is we've got a chance to to now come into this and and continue what's been a, a very fine winter for us. Um, we've had a, a blip last week, and make sure that 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 is the case. It is a blip, and we continue on the on that nice rise of of improvement that we've we've shown over the last year and a half. Have you had a look at the wiki yet? Quite a lot of grass on it at this stage. Are you expecting it to still be there come tomorrow? Uh, again, we'll, we'll have to wait and see how that turns out. I think it, it's good to have that information and to, to see what it is like today, but it could be different tomorrow, hence why we've named a 12 and, and not a final 11. But um, you know, I'm fully confident, as I was last week, that um, these guys are more than capable of performing well here and um, producing something special in these conditions. Joe Root, England captain speaking with Andrew McKenna there. There's pressure on Root, isn't there? There's always pressure as captain of the England team. But there's, there's this underlying current uh, that seems to follow Joe Root. And it's about whether he is, he is comfortable as captain, essentially. Whether he's comfortable leading that side, whether they're, um, they all buy into him as captain. And much of the narrative following the 3-0 series win away at Sri Lanka if you look back was about this is now his team you know there was quotes by Alistair Cook about him taking him two years to feel in control of the side the question is is it's going to come back again surely if England don't bounce back in Antigua yeah that's if they don't bounce back in Antigua I think Joe Root is a good captain you don't become a bad captain overnight he's still learning yes he's still learning he's he's not new to it because you know, he's, he's had a, a he's had a bit of time but when you're learning 
the Schlanken series give him confidence on how to use two spinners, three spinners in some test matches. I think Joe, as a, as a leader, I think he is getting better. I think he's speaking better. I think he looks in more control on the field when he was on the field watching him from close quarters in Barbados. He's had one, they've had one bad game. Let's be fair, they've had one bad game where I think preparation was non-existent. The two, the two two-day games is not enough to get you through to get into a test match anywhere in the world. But in, in the West Indies, we've had two test match, uh, two two-day games, got into a test match, undercooked. There's nothing Joe Root can do about it. It's not Joe Root's fault that Moen Ali and Dil Rashid, who the, the selectors selected to play two spinners, to pick for that test match. It's not his fault that the two bowlers were just non-effective. And I think now, I think the team he's got, test match in, more preparation time, more overs under the belt, more time in the sun, everything that goes with that, I think you'll see the proper England turn up in Antigua and it'll be even better in St Lucia. So for me, Joe, Joe's fine. No problem with Joe Root whatsoever as England captain, as England as a leader. I just think the preparation of that test match and players being underdone, Joe can have no control under that whatsoever. He's come off the back of a very, very good tour series win against Sri Lanka, a good win against India, and I expect England to bounce back with Joe leading from the front. Can the West Indies do it again? You're expecting England to bounce back. Uh, consistency in modern-day cricket doesn't seem to exist. Um, can the West Indies go bang, bang, put two performances of the calibre that we saw uh, in Barbados? Of course, they can do that. question should actually be, do you expect them to? Well, I expect them to turn up the way they've turned up in Barbados. The thing I'm expecting is England to throw a few punches back. And I think that'll be the test of how good the West Indies are. Are the West Indies good enough to throw a counter-punch back? Are the West Indies to stand up when England are 60-70-80 run partnership? Who's going to break that partnership? Yes, they've got the bowlers, but can Shannon Gabriel come into his third, fourth, fifth spell against England when they're you know, 70 runs or 80 runs on a partnership? That's what England's preparation, hopefully, will be better for England had no answers to the West Indies punches. Have the West Indies got answers to the punches that England, hopefully, because of their preparation, is going to be a lot better? Can they come back at them? Time will tell. Time will tell. You're right. No, consistency is, is, is not a great word from a, an international team at this moment in time because who would have thought India would go to Australia and win? You know, who would have thought West Indies would beat England? But at the end of the day, I think England will turn up and bounce back. And let's see what West Indies are made of. With all euphoria of the... The Barbados Test Match, can they back it up? But there's one thing for certain about the West Indies, or for the West Indies, England will not be as bad in Antigua than what they were in Barbados. Well, let's hear from the West Indies captain, Jason Holder, speaking with Andrew McKenna. Jason, the morning before the second Test Match, and you lead 1-0 in the series. Does it get much better than that? Yeah, we're obviously off to a really good start in the series. Still two full test matches to be played and we know what's at stake. Um, you know, I said to the guys, just let's focus on what we need to do in order to get the results that we're looking for. Um, we need to be disciplined in all three departments. We need to continue to be consistent. And I think if we hit those areas, you know, more, more often than not, we get the results we're looking for. As a captain, have the last few days actually been quite straightforward? Because everyone's happy, everyone's positive. Maybe do you have to pull them back a little bit and say, hey, there is a job still to be done? No, funny enough, you know, the guys have been brilliant. You know, I think everybody's taken, well, soaked in the moment, understood and know what we've done in the, in the first game. And, and we've understood that that's gone, that's history. Uh, and, you know, we've had a solid couple of days here preparing. And I think the guys are ready um, for the second test. Uh, yes, second test match. 
first test, in many respects, was a perfect one for the team. In fact, everyone made a contribution. Batsman got runs. Seamers made the impression in the first innings. And the second innings, it, it was rostered. It was almost a perfect team role. Yeah, it was a perfect team team performance. You know, it was really good to see that. You know, guys are putting their hands up in certain situations. And, you know, we seized um, the crucial stage of the, of the game quite well. You know, and it's good to see that different individuals are doing it. And you know, hopefully we can continue that bit. I'm sure you've had a look at the pitch. You asked for faster, bouncier pitches for this series. So what are you seeing from that one? Yeah, I had a look at the pitch. You know, um, there was quite a bit of moisture in it as well too. Um, and patchy grass cover. So, yeah, I guess I'll have to make a final determination as, as to how it's, it's going to probably play um, tomorrow morning. But, you know, history will show we've, we've had pretty decent wickets here in Antigua for the last couple of test series that we've played here. So I don't expect anything different from it. Well, that Barbados pitch was probably the perfect test wicket, wasn't it? There was something in it for everyone. So would you like to see a bit more of the same from this one? Yeah, I mean, the, the more pitches we have like that, you know, I think it's better for cricket, you know. Not, not a situation where a bat dominates, ball or ball dominates, but it was quite level. You know, if you got some, if you put something in as a ball, you get something out. And as a batter, if you grind it out, you know, probably the initial periods of your innings, you know, you would get some runs. What are you expecting from England? They obviously have to win both games if they want to win this series. What are you expecting from them? Yeah, expect stiff uh, opposition from them. You know, they're not going to lift flat. They're not going to lay dead. Sorry, lay dead. Um, it's just a matter for us just to be, to be patient, understand what we've done, um, and be consistent. We understand they've made two changes, one at the top of the batting order, with Joe Denley opening for Keaton Jennings, and one in the bowling. Does that surprise you? Um, I'm not aware of the changes, you know, it's uh, actually the first time I'm hearing it, but um, yeah, I don't want to focus too much on England, you know, I think we've just got to um, focus on what we need to do. Um, I think our guys have gone really well in the last Test match, and the challenge is to come and repeat that here in the second one. Obviously, you've still got to pick your team. Oh, Shane Thomas was on standby in Barbados, he's officially part of it. Could he maybe be unleashed? But it would be very harsh on any of the team to miss out after a great performance. Yeah, you know, funny enough, we're in a really good position. You know, we're coming off of a win. You know, everybody looked uh, looked the part in the last game and everybody contributed. So, yeah, we never know what can happen on the morning of the game. But um, I guess we'll make a, a better determination tomorrow. We spent yesterday, Harmy, uh, at the Antigua Recreation Ground. Um, tomorrow's test match will take place at the Savivian Richards Stadium. Um, is it just cricket tragics like myself that wish that this game was taking place at a ground which is steeped in history it's got a bit more character uh, locations a little bit better as well do the players care about that kind of stuff i don't think these these players care about it because it's been a long time since there was a game at the wreck um i care about it i was walking around yesterday thinking I just this is a this is an unbelievable ground. There's so many good memories, um, so many good memories. Lara getting 400, even having a joke with my best mate Freddie when I got warned off and the ball went sailing for four, went through the field for four, they went over the top for six after being warned off, and just giggling, laughing. And these are moments and memories that people don't see, but you do you, you do recreate and they do go through your mind with your teammates. You have one of your friends because you're standing at the end of, yeah, you know, at long on or you know, mid off, and the ball's going through the field, knowing I can't bowl anymore. And Freddie's got a teapot in the middle of the middle of the pitch, and he's cursing and swearing at me. These are memories that I take away rather than what the the, the public see because they just see the scores and how well people have played. So yes, it brought great memories back. But I think for this younger generation, they don't they don't remember the wreck. Some of them, some of them were even I think in nappies when Lara got his record the first time never mind the second time I think we're just in in school shorts to be fair the second time so it shows you how old I am and we are so no it's, I don't think they'll, they'll look at the traditions of that but 
I did yesterday have a lump in my throat. Well, it wasn't just you with a, a bit of a lump in your throat, Harmy, and thanks for that. You'll be back tomorrow along the likes of Mark Nicholas and uh, Darren Goff, of course, uh, part of the TalkSport 2 cricket team who will be bringing you following on following the conclusion of day one of the second test match in Antigua. Uh, will it be Jason Holder with another double hundred, Roston Chase with another eight for, or will we be marvelling at the performances of an English cricketer? We can only hope. This has been following on to never miss an episode. Be sure to subscribe either on Apple Podcasts or your favourite podcast app. See you tomorrow. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 